a Dadsnet original podcast. I hope that a lot of people in Europe will hear this story and everybody need to understand that uh, it's not only my story. Story of a lot of Ukrainian families. We have a lot of very sad stories. On the 24th of February 2022, Russia launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, starting the biggest land war Europe has seen since 1945. The skirmishes and battles for controls of the sovereign state will enter the history books, but what you won't read there are the stories of ordinary families, trying their best to deal with this new reality. My name's Jack, from Dad's Net, and in this series we want to uncover those stories by giving people the chance to tell them. People like Vadim. Um, I have a family and uh, we are living in Kyiv. Uh, lived in Kyiv um, for the last three years. I have two daughters. Uh, one daughter is, uh, one daughter is uh, 11 years old and one daughter is 9 years old. And also I have a pregnant wife. Uh, last few months, uh, we understood that uh, uh, Russia and Putin will uh, start invasion in Ukraine because uh, really invasion in Ukraine started uh, eight years ago. Uh, it's um, a lot of European countries and uh, world countries don't understood this that uh, fact, but um, really. Uh, Russian invasion started on 2014. On 2014, it was very difficult process because um, we have a revolution, and uh, and that time it was a dictator, uh, Yanukovych, who go out from Ukraine, and uh, we have no government at that time, normal government. We have no normal president at that time. And the Russian invasion to Crimea, uh, it was without blood, it was without war. They take out Crimea from Ukraine. Uh, um, after that, they try to, to take a um, little bit later. Uh, they, they want to take Donbass, uh, Donetsk and Lugansk regions. But it's it's, it's a little regions and a lot of Ukrainians at that time think uh, that R Russia is brothers. Uh, they speak in, speak in, uh, spoke, excuse me, spoken in Russia language and they hear Russian music. They watch Russian TV channels. And uh, really they, they have no uh, understanding that Russia is another country. It was like one one country for, for them. I was in uh, Kyiv uh, in that time, uh, and, and um, in West Ukraine, and in, in Central Ukraine, and a lot of people understood that uh, Russia is not our brother, is, uh, but they think that Russia is not our enemy. That's why for us it uh, was a big shock. Russia with Ukraine started a war, it, it's not it's not possible. But when uh, our guys 
from all Ukraine back home uh, dead. We understood that it's war and Russia is our enemy. Despite years of tension, the actual Russian invasion still came as a shock for many of the people of Ukraine. Vadim faced the start of the war apart from his family, a truly chilling thought for any parent or any spouse. Twenty fourth of uh, of um, February, I was in uh, West Ukrainian on the business trip. I was in uh, Khmelnytsky region in Ukraine, in West Ukrainian, and my family, my wife, and my children was in Kiev. And uh, at four thirty, maybe half past four, my wife uh, called me and told that they will start from Kyiv because a lot of bombs go to and rockets uh, go to the Kyiv from the Russia and uh, I'm started from uh, from the from the uh, Khmelnytsky region and go to Vinitsa region because we have a lot of a lot of uh, friends here and sometimes some time ago we uh, lived here uh, and my wife uh, started from the Kiev to Vinitsa region also. She started at seven o'clock in the morning and uh, go to the Vinitsa region um, on half past three in the night. It's 230 kilometers. The average uh, speed is 16 kilometers per hour uh, because a lot of people go to the to go to the west of ukraine in, from kiev but now uh, we all together and we have a, a good situation in the west ukraine and central ukraine of uh, on the right side of ukraine with his family now in relative safety Vadim focuses on what he can do to help the other people of Ukraine. First and second day uh, of the war, it was shocked. We were shocked and we was a big stress, but also, uh, a lot of people go abroad, go to the Poland, go to the Hungary, Austria, uh, Slovakia, Moldova, uh, but um, we stay in Ukraine because I am um, understood that uh, we need to help for our army and my children and my pregnant wife now um, in Vinitsa region we have no problem here with uh, the security, no problem with uh, uh, bombs and rockets from the Russia and Belarus but um, I am helped for our army. Uh, yesterday I was in Kyiv uh, and in uh, was in Irpin. Maybe you hear these names: Irpin, Bucha, towns near the Kyiv. Uh, Kyiv that uh, where was a big uh, fights and uh, a lot of a lot of uh, dead Russians and uh, a lot of people. Uh, Ukrainian peoples who they need to food 
and uh, warm uh, clothes. Some towns we have no more. Okhtirka, Bucha, uh, Kharkiv. Today it's not cities. Today it's nothing. And um, thousands of uh, children uh, now uh, haven't parents, fathers and mothers because they are dying, died uh, for for last seven days. But we are. Um, Today we we know that we will win, we will be winners on this war, and and uh, our children understand. They understand one big reason that um, Russia is not our brothers, Belarus is not our brothers, and uh, they never uh, be our brothers. So uh, this our enemies. But we have another brothers. We have Polish, uh, we have Britain, we have France, we have United States, and a lot of another countries who help, uh, help us now. So then, what of the future? I asked Vadim how he sees things panning out for him, his family, and his country. His belief and above all, his hope, are frankly inspiring. This war, uh, what uh, started on 2014, uh, will be finished on this year, I think, for next few months, maybe one, maybe two months. And uh, I believe that after that, after end of the war, on the maps of the, of of the earth, we never seen name of Russia. I think it will be a lot little countries, and uh, maybe we will have better situation like like now because it's it's impossible to live last 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 uh, eight years in Ukraine. I hope that a lot of people in Europe will hear this story and everybody need to understand that uh, it's not only my story, story of a lot uh, Ukrainian families and uh, in our country we have a lot of very sad stories. Vadim's story is just one of the millions in Ukraine, each one unique and each family different. If you would like to hear more, then please listen to the other episodes in this series. And if you would like to help the people of Ukraine but don't know how, please consider donating to the British Red Cross at redcross.org.uk, which will help reach and support people in urgent need.